0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Welcome into a special edition of BGN Radio. This, of course, is brought to you by SB Nation, home of a wonderful family of team brand podcasts. And, of course, by Bleeding Green Nation, the largest, most comprehensive Highest rated and most downloaded Eagles and team brand podcast in the world. We've got an absolutely loaded week of shows for Dallas Week and mixed in with our normal batch of review and preview shows. We have a special guest for you today. You may have heard of this guy before. He is former Eagle Chris Long. He joined me for a quick chat about the Eagles, what he's been up to, his partnership with the Crown Royal, Water Break, and more. Before we get to that, if you're new to the feed, or even if you aren't, we'd love it if you smash the subscribe button to continue getting the best Eagles analysis in the game. And if you can find it in your heart, go to Apple Podcasts and leave five stars along with a review about what you like and what you don't. We truly value the feedback and support. We've been setting records every month so we know that you're doing your part in letting all your fellow Eagles fans' friends know about us, and we appreciate that. All right, enough of that. You came here to listen to what Chris Long had to say about the Eagles, so let's kick it over to that conversation right now. Chris, brother, how you doing, man? Hey,
1: what's up, man? How are you?
0: I'm doing really well. Chris, before we get into uh, what you got going on with Crown Royal and, of course, some Eagles questions, you want to go ahead and plug what you've got going on on the media side of things?
1: You know, when I was a player for a long time, I kind of had this dissatisfaction with the way, you know, sports media, in general, I mean, there's good – sources and platforms but i thought that players didn't have you know as much of an authentic voice and that there was a lot of sensationalism all over the place and not enough nuance and context and and uh you know for me i wanted to build a platform that could provide a lot of that for players and brand for whatever my brand is i've never been a brand obsessed athlete i've kind of just you know Said what I wanted, did what I wanted, and uh, I want more athletes like that to, to to sign on board and and curate funny, edgy, informative, nuanced content. So, you know, we'll have podcasts, we'll have docuseries, series, we'll have um, a lot of fan interaction, uh, and we'll be helping to you know build sort of a community. So, we'll, I'm excited to kind of get into that side of things, and I'm I'm staying very busy right now. I have my show, that's like a football show twice a week. And then uh, we'll we'll have like this uh, longer form interview show called the Fishbowl that's coming out next week and a bunch of curated content from other athletes and influencers around uh, our leagues. And and, uh, yeah, it's not going to be just me. I don't want it to be that at all.
0: I like that. So along with the TV show and the podcast and everything you got going on, would you would you tell the listeners about how they can have the ultimate game day experience with the Crown Royal water break? Well, I
1: love the Crown Royal uh, water break, as my friends in Philly call it. Uh, it's uh, It's been awesome working with Crown. They've worked with me uh, on my Waterboy stuff, which is uh, our clean water initiative. I don't know if Philly fans are, are familiar with. Crown's back me on that. And uh, they've been working on this water break uh, initiative for a couple of years now with the league. And a lot of good has come out of it. And I think one of the coolest things is just encouraging fans to hydrate. Uh, you know, have a glass of water between cocktails. I was joking with somebody earlier that, you know, north of thirty, it definitely helps, uh, and it helps for young people too because nobody wants to be that guy or that girl at an NFL game. We all know what that looks like when you've had too much to drink and you're drinking irresponsibly. So, love Crown. Used to drink Crown Apple with my D-line guys in St. Louis. Uh, we, you know, that was a, that was a weekly. Uh, Post game occurrence, and uh, I love their product. I love their kind of um, their social responsibility they're taking on, and, and they're great partners.
0: Yeah, Chris, I'm 35. I definitely uh, understand the need to hydrate these <laughs> things. Got
1: mix them in. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so now that you're part of the viewing public on Sundays, what's it like for you experiencing football from that angle and all that comes with it, including? seeing all of the terrible Twitter timeline takes and interacting with people during the games?
1: Well, you know, as far as Twitter's concerned, now I can actually comment on stuff and, and be like, well, actually, this is what happened. Mm. Um, whereas when you're a player, I felt like I could speak out about most things. But I couldn't really talk about football. Like if I saw something around the league, I can't create bulletin, bulletin board material and, you know, correct somebody on a bad take or, you know, kind of interject my own opinion. So it's kind of liberating from that sense. But uh, for me, it's it's, uh, it's a grind. I mean, like doing all this right now and then also on Sundays watching football to be ready for my Ringer podcast show with Ryan Russo on Mondays. You know, I, everything I do, I try to do it 100%. So like, I don't want to mail it in and watch like half the game or, you know, just read the, the press clippings. I really do try to watch as many as I can. And what I'm realizing is how difficult that is. You know, what, how do you attack it? Red zone? Do you have one on your computer? Do you have two TVs? Uh, it's kind of like playing. It's like learning a skill. And uh, for me, it's been fun. I, I still enjoy watching co- college football more than I enjoy watching pro football. Uh, but I am, I'm learning. So
0: if I, if I can give you a tip, I love to do like, if the Eagles aren't playing, I'll do red zone. And then the next day I'll run through every game with the condensed version. And then I'll go into the coaches film if I see something, but I think that's a, that's a good way. So hopefully that tip helps you out. Yeah, it does. The, the, the condensed
1: stuff is great. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard cause, cause me and Ryan tape probably about noon. So for me, it's like, if I'm going to stay up and watch a Sunday night game, <laughs> I gotta be up pretty early on Monday. And uh, yeah, coming off some of these civilian weekends, it can be hard to because uh, yeah, you want to get some
0: sleep on Sunday night. I'm telling you, it's rough, man. Hey, so look, you know, I got to ask the question and I know you've answered it multiple times in multiple different ways. So I apologize for th- for this. But for those that don't know is the door open for Cause you sound pretty satisfied with what's, what you got going on after football, but is the door still open? And this is totally random, but like say a team like the Eagles came calling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles. I like the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, I think, uh, my situation was very interesting. Uh, and it's, it's, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I'm not like ever closing the door on football. I mean, like listen, I could be thirty eight and if I feel good, like I can go kick somebody's ass like and somebody called and it was the right situation. Mm. I consider it, but I love what I have going on right now, and like I said, last off season, I was all in to do a couple more. I was playing well enough to do a couple more, and I feel good physically, but um, the situation just wasn't agreeable in the one place I wanted to play. Mm. rather than going to play somewhere else um i just said you know what i've always wanted to retire earlier than late and this would classify as early the way i turn on my tape and look at it and and look at my options so uh listen uh there was one place i really wanted to play like i said and
0: that was philly and and you know there were some other ideas so um it just kind of is what it is Apologies for the interruption, but we do have some quick bills to pay. We will be right back with more of my conversation with Chris Long right after this. You know, having played with young guys like Derek Barnett and Josh Sweat, both recent draft picks by the Eagles, what have you seen from them from a development standpoint up to where we are now with them?
1: Well, I really like, uh, I like them both a lot. Um, I think Derek obviously has a lot of pressure on him being a first-round pick. I'm familiar with that. Um, I also think it can be unrealistic to ask a guy to be, you know, immediately a double-digit sack guy in the league. Uh, I think Derek has played well, and uh, you know, to get a guy like that in the middle of the first round who can play for a decade and be, you know, a, you know, a, a consistent contributor um, on your D line who's disruptive in the run game and rushing the passer that's not a loss mm. in the first round to me. Um and I think he's a guy who can who can be in that 8 to 10 sack region on any given year. Um I think it's hard to evaluate these young rushers without the coverage being, you know, where we want it to be. Yeah. Um you know, and there's been injuries at corner, there's young guys trying to work in. Everybody knows that. Um but I think what people don't understand is how much the rushing coverage marry together um and when you look at it uh, i've watched film of josh sweat i think he's unbelievably gifted he needs reps and you know also i know that it's you know he's got the knee thing coming out of college um i don't know how he feels this year but i thought he did a good job battling through that last year and and uh if he can manage that and get the reps he needs to grow as a player he can be really really good too um and as you can see kicking brandon graham inside is Yeah, he's He's a great inside rusher.
0: I I agree on Swether, and I agree there's a disconnect with the Eagles right now between the pass coverage and the pass rush. And recently, Malcolm Jenkins said that this game isn't for suckers, uh, referring to some or one of the cornerbacks. Uh, What kind of voice does Malcolm have in the locker room with with those younger guys?
1: Well, you know, it really helps to have Malcolm in a room like that. I know it's not what Malcolm wants to do, ideally, is kind of be – uh a baby sitter by virtue of being about a decade older than some of these guys. Uh but he's got good guys in his room. Um listen, you know, Rasul Douglas, he's made his fair share of mistakes. Um but guys like that you can win with them because they'll compete. And you know, uh I know there's he's not the only one in that in that room that that's competitive. And I think Malcolm's whole thing is as long as um, as long as you're competing, we can, we can work through the mistakes. Yeah. And I've seen Sid, I've seen Sydney come, come down and, and, and stick his head in there and try to get involved in a run run game, which is really admirable for corners. I've seen, you know, Jalen Mills grind back from injuries, you know, Darby's had his share of injuries. Like, uh, he's had to show perseverance through, um, you know, I love Maddox, his whole, the way he approaches everything, um. You know, it was really scary. in the in, yeah. and which game was it that he got hurt? I think it was Green Bay, right? Or yeah,
0: what, what game? It was Green Bay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, listen, a lot of young guys that all have room to grow, and Malcolm is a big part of that. Um, Malcolm
0: is the the first guy you'd want in that meeting room and on the field to to help groom those guys as pros. Going going back to you, what's your favorite pass rush move that you tried at some point in your career? but you could never quite get it to hit on game day. Did you have, did you struggle with a specific one that you really wanted to pull off?
1: Yeah. Well, when I was in St. Louis, I I was always, I don't think people really know the first thing about how I rushed, but (laughs) I I was always the guy who, who relied on speed and then power. I mean, those things married up for me um, early in my career with speed. And then later in my career was a little bit more power. Uh, There was one move that I really enjoyed watching people hit and that's a chop club. Hmm. Uh, I really liked watching Robert Quinn hit the Chop Club in St. Louis. You know, we had some really good D-lines, you know, years where I was at nine, Rob's at 19, and we've got three, four guys with five to seven sacks. Um, they were impressive groups. And, and watching Rob Quinn especially rush every day and hit that Chop Club, it was it was automatic. But i get out there and do it, and my body just doesn't work the same way. So uh, it would be the Chop Club for me.
0: Last question for you, and I'll let you get out of here. I know you're a busy man, but Chris, your clone shows up at your doorstep right now. What do you do with him what's your, what's your plan of action there,
1: man? my plan of action, yeah, he's gonna hang out at my house
0: and I'm gonna go like do all the stuff I want to do like you know travel the world a little bit uh probably you you trust him to take over your life and 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 not try to take it over completely,
1: yeah well is he a is he like a clone clone
0: like he's exactly like you like they 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 took you and they just replicated you, and he's standing right next to you do you do you do you trust that I guy just
1: have someone, I just have him on deck like listen if I wanna go out and have a beer like with my buddies i'm gonna or or a nice glass of crown i'm gonna tell my clone to i'm gonna tell my clone to just sit here for a little bit, put the kids to bed and uh you know and go grab dinner for the family and and i'll go out to the bar or you know put him in situations i don't want to be in if i have a meeting i don't want to go to he's gonna to go to the meeting <laughs> all right all right well, so- i don't like putting my kids to bed i love putting my kids <laughs> to bed. don't get the wrong idea but uh, you know every now and again you need your clone to step in and do your your you know chores and 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 duties around the house
0: just make sure he gets his too so he doesn't get all disgruntled on you and turn on you because that would be a bad scene
1: that would be a tough (laughs) tough scene
0: (laughs) all right chris i'm gonna let you go i i really appreciate you coming on here to talk with us brother
1: thanks dude see you
0: p g n